Hi everyone, welcome to Colton Corner. My name is Lisa Green. I'm the Interfaith Fellow and the Vice President of Religion and Culture at Hillel here on campus. And today I am so excited to welcome Sam Filson. Uh, hi Sam. Hi, thank so, you for having me. Thanks for coming. Um, so we're gonna start off by just getting to know some basics about you. So can you please tell us your year, your major, and some things you're involved in on campus? Uh, I'm graduating class 2024. I am an electrical computer engineering major. I am part of the trap floor. I am a resident on the trap floor. I'm part of the eSports uh, Overwatch team. And uh, play mandolin. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> um, and so jumping right into the topic at hand here, what would you say your, um, your religious label would be? I, I think I would be an atheist. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. So. Going all the way back, and then and then we'll swing back around. What's your earliest memory of religion? Um, well, when I was very young, probably three, four, um, I would go to temple with my aunt Susan. Uh, if I was like your dad's sister, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, and would your dad go? My my dad would go sometimes, but not usually. He he kind of lost. Uh, his faith when his mother passed away. Oh, gosh. Did you ever know her? I did not. She passed away, I think, a few months before I was born. Mm -hmm. But my dad, despite not being a very religious man, likes to think that we uh, met in heaven before I before um, I came. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, do you have kind of some of her traits in you, do you think? My my parents seem to think so. Yeah. Like, when even when I was really young, I would say things that she would say quite wow. often. And we have a very similar, you know, way of talking about things. Mannerisms yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Do you, do you have any kind of spiritual feeling about that? Like, is that mystical to you? Or? It's... Personally, I'm not... I'm not big into, like, that kind of belief system. Uh, my dad is. Yeah. Despite not believing in a, a higher power, he believes that there are, like, that sort of the like little signs. spiritual connect yeah. connections. Like, anytime he sees a rainbow in the house, it's like, oh, mother, my, mom's here, my mom's here. That's beautiful. Um, I personally don't buy into that type of thing, not because, you know, it's bad, but just because it's not my personal yeah. belief. I yeah. think everyone should be able to believe what they want to believe. Yeah, definitely. Of course. That's mm -hmm. so important. Um, I'm curious though, do you remember kind of your mom, anything about your mom's faith tradition growing up? Uh, my mom was a uh, Catholic, I believe. Not a good Catholic per se, <laughs> but yeah. a Catholic. Um, she's agnostic though. Mm -hmm. She's not quite sure, but she's definitely not of any like named religion. Right. She's on her own path. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's not sure what's going on, but she's just kind of going with the flow. Love that. Mm -hmm. um, was there ever a time in your life where you kind of felt the agnostic label fit? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I started getting a little older, maybe like middle school into high school, I was more agnostic. I wasn't quite sure. Um, but then during high school, I kind of, I guess, found that I, I didn't think there was a higher power. Mm -hmm. But I still loved learning about all of these different religions and all of these different like yeah. creeds and cultures yeah so going back just another second when mm -hmm. you were you know kind of a younger kid maybe elementary school middle school what are your memories of like learning about different faiths it was mostly um 
I was going to say the big three, but it was only two of the big three. I really only learned about Christianity and Judaism. Gotcha. Didn't really learn much about Islam until I hit high school. Sadly, yeah. I feel like we should be right. teaching all all three of them if we're teaching. Two. I feel like we should teach all of them: Hinduism, Honestly, Buddhism. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I knew a lot. I say a lot, but I knew some about like Hinduism and Buddhism because my mother travels for work. Okay. And she yeah. likes bringing home stuff. She met the Chinese Dalai Lama what? and had, has uh, his beads, actually, that he wore around his neck. So I, I had kind of insight into other religions outside of, you know, the big one big G God religion. Yeah, yeah. Um, the monotheistic. Yeah, the monotheistic yeah, religion. For sure. Um, so do so you remember, as a little kid, do, do you think you kind of... If, if you experienced different religious traditions or if you were in houses of worship, like, do you remember what you kind of, what your impression of those were? Well, as, as most little kids do, yeah. I didn't really care. Yeah. I was just, my yeah. parents are here. That makes sense. Be, might as well here. come. Yeah, yeah, might as well. I have yeah. no other options. Right. Um, I didn't really take a lot of it to heart. I didn't really pay too much attention. Um, I just kind of was there. Yeah. Nothing really sunk in. I never went to like any sort of Sunday school or temple school or right, right. anything like that. Yeah. So then was there a specific moment that kind of prompted um, kind of discovering atheism in high school, do you think? Or just like a Honestly, it was learning about all of the different kinds of religions mm -hmm. and realizing that all of them sounded equally valid. Wow. It's kind of like The Good Place. Kind you, of. I, I, I'm, I haven't watched it all the way through, but I, every once in a while my parents will have it on. I'll yeah. sit and watch, because why not? Right. There's but, a line in there that's like, all the religions got an equal amount right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think that certain aspects of religion are very powerful, and other aspects are very dangerous. Interesting. And that's from doing research with a lot of different kinds of religions. Yeah. But... Um, the big one that I usually find when I'm doing research or whatever is that Christianity and all of its different forms spawn from very slight things, and I could be very wrong, but like uh, Lutherism or Lu what's Lutheranism. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. The pro the Protestant religions. Thank you. <laughs> uh, they're all very slightly off of what we would consider like a Catholic. Right, right. And it's all for very different reasons. Like Martin Luther nailed his 95 Theses on the church's door. Mm -hmm. And it was just all of his problems with it. And right. I, reading about that, I was the first, like, you read about it in religion. High school? In, like in a class? Or I, think it was, I think it was eighth grade I read about it oh, originally. Oh, very cool. So, like, kind of just like a little intro. Yeah. And just hearing about that and then learning about Christianity through a Catholic perspective... They both seemed correct. Interesting. Do you remember talking to your parents or friends about it? I talked to some of my friends, and I have a very kind of not super diverse, but diverse group of friends when it comes to eclectic. That. Yeah. Eclectic, yeah. yeah. A lot of us are white because I'm from <laughs> upstate New York, and yeah. that's a lot. But like, um, I have some that are good Catholic boys, some good Protestant boys, atheist, right. some agnostic. Uh, and my friend Abdul is Muslim, so I, I got a lot of different kind of perspective from him, yeah. and I learned a lot about that religion uh, through my friend Abdul. And 
it's, I keep going back, the more I kept reading about all these different kinds of religions, things started to overlap and started to make sense and just mm -hmm. like all of it put together just came out to be the same thing, which was they're all valid and none of them are. Interesting. Wow. According to each other. Yeah. And so going into the research you were doing, mm -hmm. was there something in school that like inspired you to keep looking? It, yeah. yeah. In, it was my freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. I was in an Eastern religions class for social studies. Was it required or you it were was, curious? It was, I was curious and it was like the honors version of it. Oh, so I wanted cool. to take it because yeah. I wanted to, you know, be able to get into like European history and all right. that earlier. Yeah. And up until this point, I had been reading about Christianity and Judaism and... Um, just on your own time? Just some on my own, some through like stories that my family had told. Mm -hmm. uh, like some, what? Some, like what? Do you remember the stories? Uh, my dad would always buy uh, storybooks based on Jewish like stories throughout, like sure. the Golem or... Like the kids it? were... Yeah, like um, Herschel and the Hanukkah Candles. Tell me about the Golem. <laughs> the Golem. I had, I had never, discussion. I had never, yeah, so, full disclosure, we talked about this, but I still don't know what it is. <laughs> from best I remember in the little bit that I did to, you know, catch my brain up on it, uh, the golem was made in Prague by an old Jewish, I'm not sure if he was a rabbi, but I want to say he was a rabbi to protect the a synagogue. A scholar. A scholar. Let's yeah. call it a scholar, because I don't remember exactly. Sure. A Jewish scholar to protect, um... The, the temple, the synagogue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was just a clay figure with some runes in it. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it was Hebrew runes or some, or Hebrew lettering or runes of just nondescript runes. Yeah. But it was, it was made to protect. And it, it was like this little faint memory when we were talking about it before. Because golems now, when you think about them, you think about like these like hulking things of metal and whatever, but it was just this clay human pretty right. much that was to protect. Yeah. And you know, it's you not knowing it and you know, being from very different backgrounds, you and I, it, it shows that even within a singular religion, there's a lot of different things. It's so, so much, experiences. so much. And I feel like even if you're in the same household, you oh, know, yeah. the things you internalize, the things you remember, just so many different directions that could take mm -hmm. in your life, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you, are there other stories that kind of stuck with you from different religions? Different religions. Some, some were stories, some were just like, little like cool little messages. informations yeah. yeah one of the the most interesting and kind of scary halloween so it's Ooh, it fits it's appropriate yeah um there was this old buddha statue at a monastery somewhere i wish i could remember where yeah and it was determined to be hundreds of years old mm. and they wanted to carbon date it so when they carbon date it they go through all these tests, and one of them just happened to be an x-ray. Mm. And they found a man's skeleton inside of this statue, oh, wow. just in meditation. Mm. And, you know, you hear, at least when you read, you hear all these stories about different kinds of monks doing different kinds of things. Not all of them are Buddhist, not oh. all of them are even a religious thing. They could just be monks. Mm. And the, the feats that they do for their belief system and the feats that a lot of people do for their beliefs outside of, you know, 
monistic thinking or no. It, it's very powerful. And while I don't necessarily believe in a higher power, mm. I do believe in the power that people do to kind of better appreciate their belief in a higher power. Oh, I love that. So is there is there kind of work you've done just by yourself to discover your beliefs and kind of if you have any kind of spiritual connection? Because I know a lot of times people who, you know, if you don't believe in a higher power, there's there's something else in your life that brings meaning. And I, I'm curious, like, what, what that is for you. Science definitely brings me meaning. Even though I'm, cool. I'm an engineer, so that's related to yeah, science. Yeah, there's a lot of science in there. Yeah, I just think... I just think that everything can eventually be explained by some sort of scientific discovery. Yeah. When what we may not understand now, we will understand later. Mm. And there will be a way to, like, find it, right? Mm. Have tangible evidence of it. Okay. And that thrills me. The yeah. idea, The idea that we can figure out something... Like, very common. That, that we thought decades, even centuries ago, was magic. And now we understand it. Wow. Is yeah. just amazing. And it makes me think, like, what do we not understand now that centuries later we will? That'll seem obvious. It'll seem obvious. Yeah. Like magnets, right? Right. Magnets are weird. They're cool. They're yeah. cool. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure centuries ago it was witchcraft. Right. Nobody understood Got burned it. at the stake for using a magnet. Yeah, but now we kind of have an idea. It's, it's magnetic poles. It's the yeah. same thing as electricity. Right, Just in a slightly right. different, like, way of thinking so about it. So interesting. Do you know when, was this also in high school when you kind of came to the realization that science played such a big role in your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took, I took living environment in eighth grade, which was, like, my bio class. And Very then cool. I moved on to, like, earth science and chemistry and everything. Yeah. And the more I got into, like actual science not just like elementary we're gonna put a, right. we're gonna put a seed in a styrofoam cup yeah yeah once once we got into that that's when i'm like okay this is this is it yeah that's that's the deal well that's amazing is that when you know is that is that when you knew you wanted to pursue something kind of in stem actually no i originally wanted to be an anthropologist because i enjoyed reading about different cultures different religions all that sort of thing right and then i i just happened to take it was a class called i think it was called innovation zone hmm. where it was it was the students running the class pretty much oh, and the teacher wow. was there to help us like find a facilitator. our facilitator yeah. yeah and i originally wanted to be a mechanical engineer right right because i just enjoyed the act of actually building something. Because mm. there was like a tangible thing. Like, I did this, right? Right. Like, every day you could say, here's, yeah, here's what, what I did. I made, yeah. I made a pneumatic arm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I made a bottle rocket and its launcher from scratch, which was really cool. Um, I 3D printed a, a mask that I had wow. designed myself. Which amazing. Not super interesting. Like, what kind of mask? Uh, I wanted it to be... Have you ever seen The Mask with Jim Carrey? Yeah. I wanted it to be like one of those, but it Stop. ended up printing too wide. Oh, no. So That's still so cool, though. It was really neat. It was yeah. really neat. But that, that really let me, like... I, I can... If I put my mind to it, I can build yeah. it. Yeah. And it might be really hard. Cool. It'll be... 
it'll be very difficult to get there, but I can do it. Yeah, no, de definitely. And that's really, that's a cool thought. You know, I, I love that. Just anything, any kind of worries or, or curiosity about, uh, curiosities about the world can be explained through science. Mm -hmm. Where they're kind of, usually, you know, when I, when I talk about faith with someone, I ask about mentors, mm -hmm. like who kind of inspired your belief. Do you think you have those in terms of science, like any teachers? I, I or, do. Uh, yeah. my, my father, despite not being you know, a scientific, he was, he's a business, more business oriented yeah. kind of person. But he always encouraged me to dig a little deeper. He always encouraged mm -hmm. me to not give up, you know, wow. see it to the end. Is that where your curiosity came from? Like your desire it, he, to go yeah. kind of research my, on your own? My dad originally owned a store in Troy, New York. Yeah. And when I was born, he sold it mm -hmm. and was a stay-at-home dad. Oh, so he, so cool. When my mom was away traveling or working or whatever, he would be at home. He would be teaching me to talk, to write, to read. Yeah. That sort of thing. He taught me how to play, like oh, all these little things. That's amazing. And he and he, whenever I was curious about something, he's like, "Hey, right, let's go find out." Mm. And you know, that stuck with me. Mm, no, it's it's. I always find it fun to learn something new. Yeah. Even if it's not something I want to learn, it's always good to have it, and I feel right. like it's always a worthwhile experience. Yeah, there. You know, learning. Learning is always valuable, mm -hmm. and um, it's my dad would call it intellectual curiosity or mm -hmm. intellectual restlessness. That's what it is. Do you kind of you feel like you always want to be learning something, right? It comes and goes, yeah. but like when I want to learn something, I want yeah, to learn something. Yeah, you're determined. Uh, I I tend to scratch that itch if like I want to learn something, but like I don't have time to learn something. I scratch mm -hmm. that itch with like games mm -hmm. that you know vary in levels of like intelligence versus just like brainlessness or whatever yeah. but you know card games always are fun I'm curious too about the role of gaming and music in your life do you feel like those have kind of played a role into how you connect to the world yeah I I am a firm believer that while music can't solve everything music definitely Everything, yeah. everything could use it's like a medicine. Tune. Everything could use a tune. It's yeah. like laughter. I love that. And you know, everyone enjoys their own time in their own way. Everyone has fun in their own way. But I think one thing that, while it's not universally agreed upon, is generally agreed upon is that music is a good escape. Okay. And video games are a great escape as well. I've been playing since I was three because my dad would sit down and he'd be like, here, this is what's happening. And that, yeah. helped, that helped me kind of like problem solve and everything at a young age because, you know, to college students jumping on a ledge in like a game by pressing a single button isn't much, but for like a three-year-old, yeah, it's that's, a, that's a big event. It's, it's blowing your mind, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I press the button and it moves. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I like that, that idea of an escape. And I feel like that's kind of what faith is for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like when, when you're down and out and, um, and everything feels hard, you just need something to take you away yeah. from it. Yeah. And that's, that's why I really like learning about, you know, religions and cultures and everything, mm -hmm. because I have, I have my ways to escape. I like to be able to talk to people about different things 
regardless of, you know, whether or not I partake. So right, I like learning about right. a lot of different religions. Have you always kind of had that desire to learn more about I, it? I always just wanted to be able to talk to people. Yeah. When I was when I was four or five, I would sit at the bottom of our driveway and anyone that would walk by, I'd say, hey, I'm Sam, and I'd shake oh, their hand. Wait, that's amazing. Yeah. And did they love it? They called me the mayor. <laughs> it was great. Stop, that's amazing. Everyone, everyone knew my name when I was a little, little five-year-old. Oh. Because I would introduce myself to everyone. Yeah. Oh, well, I bet, you know, speaking of Halloween, I bet you were fun as a trick-or-treater. Oh, I was blessed. <laughs> I'd like to think at least. Yeah. Did you ever, like, act things out or anything? I, I still act things out. As you should. I still act Me things too. out. I love giving candy to the kids because I love, like, interacting with their little costumes. And it's always oh, adorable. That's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. So, really... Like, the way you view the world is that, you know, it's important to connect to people. Mm -hmm. And no matter what they believe in, you want to find a way to make them know you care. Yeah. Yeah. A big thing in the world is that a lot of people don't think people care. Yeah. Stop. And even if it's the faintest thing, even if it's a, hey, what, what do you believe in? Yeah. Or even if it's a, I don't know about that, why don't you tell me? And that's how I like, on yeah. yeah. Or even if I can start a conversation, like knowing bits and pieces from different religions, and then right. maybe it's their religion, and they yeah. want to talk to me about it. So as you learn more, I, I'm curious. Did did the pandemic change your outlook at all? Like having more time? Did you learn new things in that space? Yes. Yes and no. Yeah. Yes, in that it gave me more opportunity to kind of like just sit down and focus on my, my, my studies yeah. and, you know, dig a little deeper with those. Cause I took, I took a religion FYS course. Very cool. Which one? It was communicating with the dead. So it was how oh, different cultures and different religions. Religious. Yeah. It's how different cultures and different religions view different things. Wow. So, so had, what are all the things you learned? We talked about how different cultures view zombies, view mm-hmm. ghosts, yeah. spirits, um, angels and devils, Interesting. all of that sort of thing. That's amazing. Yeah. And and do you think that your beliefs, you know, if there were any to begin with, you think they've changed at all around kind of like figures like that? I'm I'm not quite sure actually. Yeah. But do you think? Um, This is interesting. I guess this kind of maybe sounds like I'm asking you if you believe in ghosts, and I don't think that's really the heart of the question. But do you believe that maybe after someone dies, a part of them lives on? Well, so, again, my father not being a religious man, he has a lot of ideas that could be considered religious. Right. He believes in the supernatural, that sort of thing. Yeah. But one one of my favorite things that he's, you know, told me and shown me is is just a scientific principle, a law of conservation of energy. Right. Energy cannot be created, nor can it be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And that goes for people. Oh, wow. So when I pass away, my energy isn't gone. Right. It's just sent somewhere else. Whether that's wow. in the soil for an earthworm to eat, or whether you know some of that energy goes off the wow. butterfly. I never thought of it like that. It's like a circle of life, but yeah. it's just the circle of energy. I'm the final product. I'm the final product of this circle of life. Right, right. And when I'm back, it's going to start again, and my energy is going to end up in someone else. Yeah. They'll never. But do you always me. believe that? I've always believed that. Yeah. It's a type of reincarnation. It's comfort. I was yeah. going to say I, I didn't want to, you know, exactly. Yeah, it's a type of reincarnation. Yeah. 
but I'm not coming back as me. My energy is coming back as someone else. Right, right. My energy is there so that something else can thrive. Your spirit lives on. Yeah. Yeah, love that. That's beautiful. Do you think you've ever seen examples of that with people you've lost? I definitely have in a way. I know that my, my papa friend, a uh, lovely man, he looked like Santa Claus. He had his tiny little glasses, <laughs> a big red nose. Was it your dad's or your mom's? Uh, my mom. Oh, uh, gotcha. And while well, he wasn't like blood related or mm. anything, he was my papa friend. Yeah. He was always going to be my papa friend. Oh. And he just loved, you know, music and singing and smiling and Did everything. Did kind of influence your love for music? Yeah, he definitely yeah. helped it. Yeah. He used to be part of a barbershop quartet, and you can definitely see him, because he was, you know, he was a bigger dude, kind of looked like Santa Claus. <laughs> That's fabulous. I'm just picturing four Santas now. Oh, my gosh. It was great. I think he was the biggest one of his group. As but, he should. Love that. <laughs> but I still see his energy just in the household. You know? Do you feel it in you? I do. Yeah. I do. He still influences me mm-hmm. in, to this day. And it's, like in what way? You know, he, he was a complicated man. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of he had a lot of things going on behind the scenes that I didn't know about until after his passing, but he always smiled. Mm-hmm. He was always happy to see you, always happy to see you. Yeah. Like he was just that kind of person. And I remember at his funeral, some man that none of us had met walked up and started speaking about how how nice his friend Fred was. Oh, that's incredible. And like his energy while while he is no longer here. His energy lives on, whether it be the earthworms how or whether it know? be my whole life. No, I mean... Oh, how long? I thought you meant how long did I know him? Well, I mean, how <laughs> old were you when you lost him? I was in high school. I think I was... Maybe, no, was I in middle school? It's been a while. Yeah. Was, it's been a while. But it sounds like you were really close and he was oh. really impactful. Yeah. 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 I'm so sorry. That must have been so hard. It was, but you know, he's, he may be gone, but his, his influence is not. Yeah. His, his energy is still here. His energy lives on. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Did you ever see the movie Coco? I love Coco. Yeah. Oh, it's great. We watch, it's great. It, we watch it every year as a family. Aww. Multiple times. It doesn't even need to be in your theater. Yeah. I saw it three times in theaters. It's, oh, it's, so it's amazing. So good. And I wonder, do you kind of believe, like, you know, the core of that movie is people live on through other people remembering them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I, I think that's true. Yeah. Maybe not to the same extent as, like, they're Energy. actually living on, but definitely the idea of them. Yeah. Like... No matter what happens, mm-hmm. my papa Fred will be remembered in some way. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious, in, in holding his memory close to your heart um, and, and going through high school and then getting college, do you feel since being here, especially since being here in person, any of your beliefs have changed? Like, have you learned new things to inform? No. I, I feel... Like, my belief in science has only gotten stronger. Yeah. Now that I'm actually understanding things more. Right, right. Like, before I didn't understand magnets. Now I do. Right. Like, electricity seemed like magic to me before <laughs> college. Yeah. But now I'm starting to get it. Mm-hmm. And it's all these little things that are just adding on. Where it's not that I'm... I'm believing more 
that things can be explained in science. And it's not me saying that people can't believe what they want to believe, because I believe that they should be able to believe what they want. And I feel that the more people that believe different things and are willing to talk about it, the better everyone will be doing. Oh, yeah. Amen. I really, I wonder sometimes why talking about your beliefs is so stigmatized. It's, yeah. I feel it's been stigmatized for forever because even back as far as ancient Egypt, mm -hmm. if you talk about anything other than the one state-mandated religion, right. you were, you know, a traitor. punished. Yeah. Yeah. And so people are people are scared to talk about it because mm -hmm. you know we've, it's been so ingrained. Like the the Crusades mm -hmm. as an example, and that's while it's not recent, it's pretty recent history. Right, you can you can feel it. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, for sure. And it was such a dark time, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was because of a religion, and that's why you know right. people. Back to my earlier point, religion is both very powerful and I was, very dangerous. I was dangerous. just going to follow up on that. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It Don't has more. the power to save people. It has the power to bring people together. Yeah, religion, it has, it has the power to bring people together. It has the power to connect vastly different groups on other sides of the planet. But it also has the ability to instill fear and harm onto others. It has the ability to, to kill if used with the, the wrong way, I guess. If used in the, with the in, wrong people. Yeah, with the wrong people. Yeah. And that's probably another reason that like I'm kind of not a huge not a huge fan of religion. Like for myself. Yeah, of course. Okay, well I do have a follow up. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this idea about religion being very powerful in the way that it can bring people together, be this saving grace, or it can be destructive and awful. Oh, yeah. And what do you think are the determining factors of which way that goes? Well, who's leading it? Yeah. It always comes mm -hmm. down to who's in charge. Mm, interesting. Right? Yeah. Because you hear about religions like Shintoism which is, I believe it originates from Japan, and it is just appreciating, like, the nature and the natural world around it. Um, right. Oh, how do you feel about that? I, I, I like ask. it. I really, really yeah. like the idea. Do you resonate with, with things in nature? I do. I yeah. do. More in everything that I've been looking at and everything that I've learned and heard of, the polytheistic religions like even the Norse pantheon, the Greek pantheon, the Roman, uh, maybe even some Native American, uh, different kinds of religions. Those seem to resonate more with me than the monotheistic, because I feel like it just, I don't know, it makes more sense to me that if there, are, if there is a higher power, that there would be more than one and they'd all be doing different things, because that's a lot of work. Yeah. Like, from a mortal standpoint, that's a lot of work. Right, right. It right. makes sense that there's, like, the one dude that's, like, taking care of all the dead people and the other one that's bringing them to life. And yeah. Person in charge of beauty. Sure. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that's really interesting. And um, are the there... Most, oh, I was going to say, the most, the most pure form of that idea is just worshipping nature as it is. Mm. Where everything is there for a reason. Yeah. Do you feel that way? 
I do. I feel like despite this universe being ruled by entropy, randomness, everything has its place. Mm. It's just a question of, you know, finding where it is. It's beautiful. Mm. Um, Do you feel like among nature, science, music, video games, do you feel like you found your place? I'm somewhere in, yeah, the middle of those. If there's like a box, I'm in the middle of it. Because, you know, while I'm not much of a hiker, much of a camper, I do enjoy just going for walks. I enjoy sitting on my back porch and just smelling the fresh air How from all the trees. How do you feel in those moments? I feel it's, it's relaxing. It's nice yeah. feeling the sun on your face. Do you feel at peace? I do. Yeah. I do. And I, I get that people like get that from religion and they get that from all other things but yeah. you know. but it can be anything yes. whatever whatever brings you those feelings that's, that's sometimes amazing. that little bit in our brains that is still part of a lizard <laughs> really enjoys yeah. just sitting in the sun sure sometimes you need that yeah all about balance mm-hmm. um well i i love that idea that you're finding your place and that um that everyone has the power to find these things that mean a lot to them that yeah. give them drive it's yeah. It's different for everyone. Sure. And when I when I say find your place, I don't mean like I think there is one place for everyone. Of course. Cuz you know, And it changes, I'm sure. It changes. Yeah. It totally changes. But your place in this exact moment. Yeah, you need yeah. to just find what makes you happy. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing, whether that's religion, whether that's reading books, you or could a combination. just be yeah. just be laying out in the sun all day and that's yeah. what makes you happy. That's good for you. You there found you go. it. Yeah. Oh. Well. And then you wake up tomorrow and find what makes you happy then. Right. You just keep figuring it out, and, yeah. and that's life. It's a day by day thing. I love that. Yeah. Um, well, Sam, thank you so much. I feel like I've I've learned about myself so much through this conversation. Um, is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap up? Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming, and thank you for listening.